0: Howdy, y'all! Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. Find me anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, Google Play Store, and other platforms like it. And find us on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod on Getter at IC Sativa Pod. Um, we're on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by our Patreon link, which is uh bit.ly/2njmshn or you can give us some donations via PayPal at paypalme Sativa podcast now let's get to it all right so again we're an international sort of project um we have listeners in over 80 different countries and counting so we're we're always our focus is going to be primarily on the U S but we are also looking out for our allies around the world too, because everyone needs access to affordable medicine. You know, the less pharmaceuticals, the less damaging pharmaceuticals we're taking the better. Um, I'm going to trust what God has perfected for thousands and thousands of years versus what a imperfect human made made in a lab with a motley crew of chemicals just 30 years ago i think god has a much better track record i'm I'm sure a lot of you think that too whatever god or spiritual person you you believe in all right let's get to it so this is from vice no excuse me this is from forbes.com um yeah i thought vice for saying because that's vices is the category but yeah forbes.com allow hemp is fighting prohibition to bring cannabis and healing to Muslims around the world, by David D'Angelo. When you're fighting to end the stigma, when you have been fighting to end the stigma around cannabis as long as I have, few moments thrill you more than seeing others join a cause and move it forward. Allow hemp is a new inspiring development in cannabis commerce and hemp and culture with an up and coming generation of Muslim leaders working to bring cannabis, hemp, and the healing that goes with it to every Muslim around the world. This is no easy task, task given the history of cannabis prohibition in part of in that part of the world and the complexities of religious texts and traditions around cannabis. And yet, there are also a long tradition of cannabis consumption in Muslim countries going back hundreds of years. When I caught up with Halal hemp founder, Ishaq Ali, I learned so much about cannabis in a Muslim world and why Halal certification can play a key role role in opening up a market to three of 3 billion people. Yeah, that's like almost half the world people. We're about 8 million. That's almost half. That's like what? Like like at 40% or so, 45. Yeah, I was not really that good at math, but let's keep to it. What is the relationship to cannabis in the Muslim world today? There is a growing awareness in Muslim countries of the benefits of medical cannabis in countries like Afghanistan, Pakistan, the Middle East. Smoking is still common and accepted. Land race strains grow in abundance and hemp and cannabis plants grow in the wild. You could just pick this off in the wild. I'd love to live in a, or I'd love to like visit a country like that, where you could just, you could pick it off the side of the road and it's been growing off the side of the road for, for, for centuries. Um, not really the case in the West <laughs> you know, us is still a relatively long, uh, a relatively sort of young country compared to a lot of the countries in the global South. So no, we don't have weed growing off the side of the road. There was, that was that's been there for, for hundreds of years. Sadly, we don't let's keep it pushing. Landry strains grow in abundance, and hemp and cannabis products grow in the wild. But the effects of prohibition, primarily primarily from a legacy of colonization, cause the governments to enforce harsh and punitive laws for possession or use, in some cases capital punishment. The majority of Muslims think consumption of cannabis is haram, forbidden because they only see the narrative of getting stoned or high. stigma is still strong despite the plant being used as medicine for generations prior to prohibition there's still a lot of work that needs to be done in order to for acceptance and adoption to become more mainstream Again, i mean we got to do things according to the wishes and the sovereignty of a country um if, if if this is gonna if this is going to become more accepted and legal in these countries it has to be on these countries terms not front not from a western White colonizer perspective. So again, I mean, I'm I'm cheering on all I'm cheering on the whole world doing, it, but it has to be on their terms, you know. We, we can't be butting in and and and, and putting our thumb on the scale to make it happen. The, the the people have to want to do it themselves, and it's looking like that's starting to happen. There is still a lot of work that needs to be done in order for acceptance and adoption to become more mainstream. What is the Muslim world's past relationship to cannabis? Okay, so. All right, yeah, so cannabis has been used in the East for centuries, with land restraints coming out of South Asia, such as the very popular Afghan kush, in addition to the use of bahang and hashish. I probably mispronounced that. What's particularly intriguing is the use of cannabis in surfism, the mystical sort set of Islam. Many people in the West are familiar with the Sufi poet Rumi, but the founder of Sufism, Shaikh Haidar was known to use cannabis to reach a higher consciousness. According to the research done by Shaikh Shai- M- Mustafa, author of the 2018 fatwa passed by the North American Fiqh Council, the Hanafi school, a more liberal school of thought, allows cannabis consumption for medical purposes. Even the more conserv- conservative Shafi school argued that it should not be pro- prohib- prohibited to consume a small quantity of hashish. In both instances, cannabis is not intoxicate as opposed to wine where even a small amount is prohibited. He argues the difference between the two substances is that one is pure and the other is impure. The Anafi opines that it is permissible to, u- to use unlawful medication. If it is known that the cure lies in the medication and there is no alternative available. Imam Takashi from the S- Shafi's school, Has historically been stricter, but he agrees with the opinion of using hashish for medicine as long as it is proven to be more beneficial than other medicine. What is the story of halal hemp? Halal hemp was the first and only direct consumer halal certified CBD marketplace in the world, serving the Muslim renaissance of consumers. I co founded it with Tengu Chanela. Jamida, I am half Colombian, half Pakistani, and born and raised in Fresno, California. I grew up in a Muslim household and was raised in part by the greater Muslim community. I've been working in the cannabis industry since 2016 and eventually found myself at ease, the state's largest tech-based cannabis retailer. I spent time on multiple teams, including legal and compliance and public affairs, where I focus on creating and managing the company's social impact programs. After publishing an essay on cannabis and Islam on the Ease blog, I connected with Jamadaya, uh, a Malaysian royal who who is actively involved in the fashion and beauty industry and is a champion for change. Supporting the medical cannabis legalization across Asia. She was a panelist at the first hemp conference held in the at the UN and a speaker at the first cannabis symposium held in Malaysian Parliament. What is the mission of Alal Hemp? Allow Hemp's mission is to reclaim cannabis hemp plants medicine movement to empower Muslim and globalized communities throughout our signature five pillars education, policy, economic economic decolonization, community collaboration, and sustainability. In order for this audience to feel confident in consuming a product, Muslims simply want to see that it's been verified by a religious council and vetted to be safe and in line with their religious beliefs. Our main operations are broken down into consultancy and certification services. Organizing educational programs and conferences, as well as building out a platform for Halal-certified brands to reach a Muslim audience through our marketplace. Perhaps the most significant part of the mission is social impact. As we recognize if anyone is make a profit from hemp, we must make a donation towards the wrongfully imprisoned, non-violent prisoners, and compassionate care programs. Why should a company go through the expense of getting Halal certification? The halal market is a tr- 3 trillion with a T, people. 3 trillion across 3 billion folks. 3 trillion, 3, 3 trillion, trillion with a T, everyone. The halal market is a $3 trillion economy and growing. Halal certification is one of the least expensive consumer facing certifications available on the planet or on the market. Canvas brands in particular are barred from USDA and organic or other standard certifications for consumer goods due to federal prohibition. Okay. We get that for canvas, but I, I don't know why they wouldn't be able to to get organic for hemp because that's been federally legalized through the 2018 farm bill. But, um, I'm, I'm guessing they're referring to canvas with, with more than 0.3% THC. So let's. Continue. Enrons brands are in particular are barred from USDA organic and other standard certifications for consumer consumable goods due to federal prohibition. So halal certification can serve as an alternative for brands to communicate their standards and quality to their consumers. Furthermore, halal certified products do not contain animal proteins, so they appeal to vegan consumers because these products are vegan and they're more carbon friendly. Appealing to consumers count Conscience of their carbon footprint. In the industry's long quest for destigmatization, allow certification begins to chip away at the stigma in a sig- significant global economy. End of article, people. So, again, I mean, we, we got to look out for the sovereignty of other countries, but. Um, Even in even those countries, there are still people in need of medicine. There are still people that know that these pharmaceuticals are not cutting it and would like something that's going to help do the job. That's not going to violate their beliefs. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully the people that need the medicine get access to it and the grassroots rises up and, you know, ask more of their leaders, but not from me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn, Raider, iHeartRadar, and other platforms like it. find me on Instagram at underscore IamCanvaSativa. find me on the Twitters at ICSativaPod and on Getter at ICSativaPod. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.